great morning. You're listening to episode 45 of the Book Morning Podcast. And today, I'm reviewing Eric Ries' book, The Lean Startup, how today's entrepreneurs use continuous innovation to create radically successful businesses. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Chris Cardona, and welcome to the Book Morning Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks a lot for coming. One of my favorite quotes in life by Warren Buffett is the best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. The more you learn, the more you'll earn. And that is exactly the goal I have for this podcast, to continue expanding my life, learning from the best mentors and examples of success in the world, both living and not, through their stories and books, to achieve the successful life we ourselves and our families deserve. The Book Morning Podcast is produced daily for your enjoyment, where I bring you my takeaways, gold nuggets, and summaries from some of the best books I read and study every day. Show notes can be found at www.bookmorning.com. Are you all ready? Well, let's get the show started. As entrepreneurs and leaders in organizations, we come up or are presented with many great ideas. We've had all those products or businesses that we tried to start up that we sank our time, money in, and ended up being in a black hole, draining our motivation, resources, and more importantly, our time. Eric says, a startup is a human institution designed to create a new product or service under conditions of extreme uncertainty. Imagine if there was a way for you to semi-scientifically avoid all that and find a sustainable business model and a product that our targeted audience clamors for. That is exactly what Eric Ries is present in his book. He came up with this through his own personal struggle In a startup. In 2004, he was part of a startup called IMVU, which was a 3D social communication platform to chat and meet other people. Being a part of the founding team and was its CDO, they all believed their idea. They spent almost a year developing their platform. They integrated all known communication at the time and popular chat engines. They put their heart and soul into building all the best features they can think of in their platform and were so excited to launch. When they did, to their surprise, crickets were what they found. Very few interested in their platform, and they were demoralized. I'm sure we would be too if we experienced this. So then they talked to their customers and found that their main assumptions of integrating existing social chat platforms was completely wrong. Users preferred a whole new platform and did not want to use their existing chat networks. If they knew this ahead of time, they wouldn't have wasted time building all those features and focus on what their target audience really wanted. That is how the Lean Startup Framework was born. Today, IMVU is the number one avatar social community in the world with millions of users. So let's dive into my main takeaways from this amazing book. Let's start with a powerful excerpt from the book. Eric Ries says, The big question of our time is not can it be built, but should it be built? This places us in an unusual historical moment. Our future prosperity depends on the quality of our collective imaginations. The Lean Startup Method is based on the concept of lean manufacturing or agile development. He introduces us to the build, measure, and learn startup loop. This basically explains that 
we should use a semi-scientific approach to validating our business model and product hypotheses. Prototype our ideas quickly, test it, and continuously refine it based on the feedback from end customers. We can do this by developing our MVP or minimum viable product and define its core metric. That metric that we can look into in order to identify if our idea works or doesn't. Maybe it's video views or downloads or usage growth, or it could be as simple as pre-orders to test our product viability. So how do we validate our idea? Eric presents us five steps to validate our business or idea before going further. First is we need to develop our user experience vision. This is a high level plan for our product or idea. This is where we lay out what our product would be and plan what the goals are or the value that we are trying to deliver to our end consumer. Eric says, all innovation begins with vision. It's what happens next that is critical. An example of this is if we're trying to develop a board game to replace Monopoly, for example, this would be laying out the start and end of our game. Or it could be the use of case scenarios of how our end consumers will interact with our product if it's a software or app, for example. This allows us to hash out the high-level features or benefits we are trying to offer our end consumers. The next is identify critical assumptions. After we identify our high-level plan, the next is to ensure that our target customers will actually pay for the product. Eric says we must learn what customers really want, not what they say they want or what we think they should want. Often, when we have our business or product ideas, we ask our friends and family about it. And more often than not, they will tell us how great our idea is. But when it comes to actually taking out their wallets to pay for it, that's when the real feedback comes out. They will start avoiding our calls or dodging our, our questions to avoid hurting our feelings. But that is exactly what we're looking for in this stage. We need to make sure that our target customers will actually pay. The next is we need to identify our target customers' behaviors and not their opinions. Once we've identified our critical assumptions, we then need to validate it with a prototype or MVP, minimum viable product. This allows us to test actual customer behaviors and validate our critical assumptions. As you consider building your own minimum viable product, let this simple rule suffice. Remove any feature, process, or effort that does not contribute directly to the learning you seek. That's what Eric says. He presents us with two methods to this. One is the concierge MVP, and the other is the smokescreen MVP. Concierge method is the manual method to test an automated process, and the smokescreen method is marketing an idea without a finished product, such as a pre-order. Zappos, one of today's largest online shoe retailer, employed a manual method to test their idea. Before ever building their whole website and investing in warehouse, manpower, and inventory, they put up a fake website and tested the idea if people will actually buy shoes on their website. They then purchased only from a third-party store the shoes that people bought, and this method is the concierge method. The fourth step is the release and measure. This is where you allow a small group of people to test your MVP. You should see this as your alpha stage. You can take out an ad to drive traffic to your offer or product and see if it converts. You could be after clicks on an ads into a video that explains your concept and ask people then to pre-order. This is an important step to your validated learning. Eric says, this is one of the most important lessons of scientific method. 
if you cannot fail, you cannot learn. And the final step is to either pivot or persevere. This is where we take all the information from step one to four and analyze them in order to see, do we stick to our idea, tweak it and retest or shelve our idea for something else. Let's take for example on step four of taking out an ad to drive people to our video and then pre-order. If people click around on our ad and then watch the video and drop out, or if they watch the video entirely and not pre-order, then this is when we can tweak and persevere by testing again. If no action reaction happens, then this is when we should consider pivoting to a different idea or approach. Eric says, ask most entrepreneurs who have decided to pivot and they will tell you that they wish they had made the decision sooner. The key here is to see an increase in productive results as we tweak and test our ideas. We need to be constantly looking for actionable metrics to aid in our pivot or persevere decisions. Wow. That was so much information and strategy and insight packed in a book. That was so eye-opening for me to read, and I'm sure it will be for you all too. If you're responsible for bringing products and ideas into the market or wanting to start your own venture, I urge you to pick up this book as he presents so much more examples and strategies to apply the lean startup framework to your idea and business. Eric says, what if we found ourselves building something that nobody wanted? In that case, what did it matter if we did it on time and on budget? We need to remember that a product or idea is anything that is created to provide value to the people who become customers. This also applies to the experience derived from interacting with our product or company. A final quote from the book says, The Lean Startup is a new way of looking at the development of innovative new products that emphasizes fast iteration and customer insights, a huge vision, a great vision, all at the same time. Allow me to leave you with this final thought. As entrepreneurs, we often rely on our guts and intuition for our business. But we should consider utilizing the Lean Startup Framework to test the core assumptions of our product or business. Our goal should be to develop a viable business model based on validated and actionable metrics instead of solely relying on our guts. We should employ the build, measure, and learn loop in order to put our ideas to the test. This will allow us to test and validate our ideas as fast and as often as possible to know when to pivot or persevere. By applying the Lean Startup Framework, we can ensure viability, profitability, and create a growth engine so we can semi-scientifically bank on before sinking our entire life on an idea that may or may not work. Thank you so much for your time today. I encourage you all to please connect with me. Please do share, subscribe, leave a rating and review. I'd very much appreciate your honest feedback, which helps me continually provide impactful content that I hope you will find valuable. And remember, a book a day keeps failures at bay. Until next time, thank you and have a success-filled day.